I think at this point, Dennis, I can safely say that I'm not moving house, but I have moved house. Yeah, it's that's always a more gradual process than you would like. You, it's, it, it's you're almost never kind of done. Especially mm. the part that really takes forever is you get in. You're like, oh, we need to replace this like towel yep. rack. And you're like, oh, we'll yep. get around to it. And then three years go by. And yes. Yada, yada. Well, I, I had this experience when I first started teaching, and you go into your classroom, you're like, oh, I'm going to make this classroom look beautiful. It's going to be incredible. I'm going to like put all these decorations up. You've got two weeks to decorate your classroom, and then if you have mm-hmm. even something half finished, like a wall display that you've got half finished, after that two weeks, you're like, oh, I'll get around to it. And then you never do. And then you find at the end of the year, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I was I was going to put that up and you never do so this like since since having moved all of our stuff in it's been like oh we don't have a this thing so i have to go and buy that thing oh but then we don't have a this thing the next day you go and buy that thing and it's going to get to the point where like oh, do we really need no oh, we're fine well also like when we moved in here for example we we're like oh we got to replace the curtains in the sitting room they're horrible yes. we yes. hate them we have to get rid of them and they grew on us and they're still there and we like them fine yeah Exactly. So you've only got so, a very limited know. amount of time before, like, and we're already getting there, right? I put up a bunch of pictures today on the wall. Megan came home, didn't notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, everything's new, right? It's hard for her to tell it, right? Genuinely, I don't think so. That makes it sound it, like that makes it sound like she's a goldfish. I don't think it would have been great. Like, <laughs> where am I? Who am I? Who are you? <laughs> yeah, so Megan didn't know. So I'm like, yeah, well, Riley, she's a simpleton. So like, yes, that's well, not what I meant. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't have a lot between the ears, poor old Megan. So it's not surprising. No. Um. So. The moving process, I can't remember where we left off last week. I think it was, I had, I had, we'd done like our first couple of loads, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Snakey Jakey come and help me with all the heavy stuff the next day, um, which mm-hmm. that's- Is that the name of the rental, like moving company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snakey Jakey's, Snakey Jakey's removalist company. No, no, my friend Jacob, my friend Jacob Collins came and helped. Oh, okay, cool. That makes more sense. <laughs> um, and he was great. Very strong man. Very strong man, Dennis. Um, but also just knew what he was doing, right? So my proudest moment was the guy. So these two guys, they turned up with a fridge, right? Unlike, they, so they came in, they looked at where the fridge was going to go. Like, this is not going to fit. I'm like, I've measured it. I have gone to the good guys, I, the good, good, good guys, right? Pay, pay cash and they'll slash the Come prices. Come and get the good, good, good That's guys. Right. Go, and watch, go and watch some good guys ads on YouTube. It's worth it. Anyway, um, we... I've I've measured the, the hole that the fridge is going into. It's going to fit. And like, it's not going to fit. I'm like, it's going to fit. And they're like... We don't really want to bring the fridge up, only to have to drag it back down. We don't think it's going to fit. That I'm makes like, sense. I, I don't know what to tell you, but like I have measured it, it will fit. I would trust them, dude. I don't know. Well, but but like ordinarily, they but they haven't been there, I guess. Yeah. Ordinarily, yes. I I'm not the sort of person who's like, mm, I'm pretty sure you're not doing your job correctly. Like I'm not going to do this. It's like, I, and they're like, all right. Maybe we have to take it out of the box before we try to get it into the house because, like, it's a tight squeeze around the corner. I'm like, all right, well, whatever you need to do, right? So they're the experts, and we're going to let them do it. So they load it up onto the... They're the good guys. No, no, I didn't. I ended up buying it from appliances online. I went into good guys and measured it and then bought it from somewhere else. Um, Okay, all right. Classic classic thing to do to brick-and-mortar stores. But honestly, bugger the good guys. Anyway, um, so they dragged it up using one of those... What are they called? It's not a forklift, like the little thing, you no. know, the little trolley thing. Yeah, the, like the uh, um. God, what is that? Does called? it have a name? It must have a name. This should, we're show, we're showing her our our, our white collar privilege here. Right? We never worked in like a warehouse. Yeah, exactly. We've um, never we never had to carry anything heavy. I've used one. Of the, I've actually used one of these a couple of times at GPS. But what are they God, called? Yeah, it's like a it's like a trolley that you kick the bottom out of. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's got two wheels yeah. on it. So the fancy ones have six. They've got like the triangle wheel situation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. Um, I honestly don't know what they're called. Anyway. I, I Google it's a it's it is a hand pallet. Is it? But or isn't the pallet tro- the or thing? A, or, or a trolley. Okay. Well that thing anyway. Or, oh no, Riley, sorry. You, you didn't operate you didn't operate one of these, did you? No. 
Good, because when I, I've Googled it now, and it is called a hand truck, and I don't think you have a truck license. No, I don't have a truck license. So it's very good I didn't get any, anywhere near it. But can I tell you this? For all the expertise that these guys had, right, mm-hmm. it was Jacob who was actually like... So, for example, there was one point when they were trying to, like, you know, you kick the bottom of it out to tip it over so you can move yeah. it. The fridge weighs like 10,000 kilograms. They couldn't do that. Jacob showed us how if you put your foot on the wheel and push the wheel against the direction that you want to do it, the It'll wheel, roll, yeah. yeah, it rolls. And, it, and it, like, it's a way for you to balance it rather than like kicking the thing out. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. So it was very helpful. Anyway, these guys, they bring it up uh, the stairs. They take it out of the box. They bring it up to the kitchen, right? I cannot express to you the level of satisfaction I felt when that fridge slid perfectly. Seamlessly. Seamlessly. Perfectly. Right? They're looking as like, it's not going to go. I'm like, just try it. They went in and it was, there's like, there is a centimeter give total. So like, you know, five millimeters on either side of this fridge in the, in the, in the cavity. Mm, mm, That was very, very, very satisfying. Anyway, so that was good. Overall, the move, like, I have to be honest, it was, it was a pain in the ass, but it was very smooth, right? Like there were no major issues, um, you do get. I don't know how many times you've moved house, but like you get those, you get those little cuts all over your hands. Yeah, just from open. It's from opening boxes and like it's like plastic, picking stuff up, and packs and stuff, putting yeah. it down. And yeah, you just get like little cuts all over your hands. So that's I'm, I'm dealing with that. That's fun. Um, but then then came like putting together all the flat pack furniture. My right arm now has PTSD whenever I like do a twisting motion with like the screwdriver stuff in you have RSI repetitive stress injury exactly at least it's in a you know a different direction to how it usually is anyway um, mm, new axis yeah yeah, yeah. exactly you think it's working whole new muscles you know um, maybe I should have I don't think that technique would be very effective in getting screws in you'd have to um, build like a lever to do it but um, you could yeah. you could do it you could use that like I'm sure there's a way that you could like wank off a screwdriver yeah, together. Yeah, you could. You'd have to orient. You'd have to have like a like a ratchet, right? And then yeah, you could. Because you, you have one, you have one of those gears and cogs and pulleys and levers. Oh. Do you have one of those screwdrivers that has a ratchet in it where you just twist it back and forth? Oh, and it makes a very satisfying noise. It goes like, yeah, dude, they're so good. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, I feel I feel like I'm riveting in the bolts on the Titanic. Exactly. Yeah. Well, jeez, wouldn't want to be that guy. Um. But look, overall, I you think... You know, that's, the, that's, that's one of the things Belfast is most famous for. The you Titanic. In, there's all these signs that are like, they're like, we built the Titanic. It's like, yeah. guys, I wouldn't brag about that. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, I know, uh, I know hubris uh, <laughs> it steered it into an iceberg, but yeah. still, like... <laughs> what was it? Well, see, no, you know what? They, I think they get away with it. I, I, can I tell you, I think they get away with it because they just, they built it to spec. You know what I mean? They were told by the White Star Line to build it. They just did, they were just doing yeah. what they were told, you know. This, the, the fact that they I didn't build the, the the compartments watertight all the way to the top, they were just following the uh, following the the IKEA instructions, mate. Episode two hundred sixty one, sinking oh. Aramis Titanic, get across it, half house history. Well, I was gonna I was gonna ask you earlier, are we gonna get a um or have we already had an Oppenheimer episode of Half House History to come? Oh, baby, don't even worry about that. We are getting an Oppen- Oppen- Oppenheimer episode. Don't you even worry about that. We're gonna we're gonna separate the truth from the figure. Actually, I'm not probably gonna not see the film for a long time, so I will just do the Oppenheimer like episode without having said i'm not going to do like this the cinema sins treatment how accurate is is, is christopher nolan's oppenheimer yeah have you seen that thing going around i'm I'm not sure how true it is you i'm Mm. sure you will uncover the truth of it in it's in um it's in your research Mm. but where like truman's talking about having met oppenheimer Mm. after the war Mm. and and probably before the war i suppose yeah 
and um, he does not care for him. Really? Um, because Opp- you know Oppenheimer had all of the like his like gave all those interviews and he had this, there's a TV interview with him where he repeats the like I am become death destroyer of worlds well, thing. Do you know that actually isn't what was said? Right? There's footage of him saying it. No, he like that wasn't said at the time of the test. Um, I was because I was reading about this right. Um, mm-hmm. it was it and first of all it wasn't Oppenheimer right. It was Kenneth Bainbridge who turned okay. to Oppenheimer after the Trinity explosion and said, "Not I'm now." I'm reminded of yeah. He said, "Now we are all sons of bitches." <laughs> that was the line. It's a much better line. That's a better. It's a better line. It's a much better line, dude. But the, all the all the all the things I've seen recently are how Truman didn't care for him because Oppenheimer built this and his team built this thing that they knew what it was for. Yeah, there was no. They knew exactly what it was supposed to do. Yeah. And then Truman used it yeah. twice. Yeah. Um, and Oppenheimer's like, oh, this is a terrible yeah. you know, force we've unleashed upon the world. Yeah. And he's like, okay, that's very easy for you to say. Yeah. I yeah. have to be the one who makes the call to push the button because I think it'll end the war, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, you're, you melodramatic. Su- ah, and apparently he just had this disdain from there's a quote that i'm sure you'll uncover is untrue mm. where he's just like done and it's like true and said to his aide after a meeting for like what was supposed to come after the manhattan project mm-hmm. and he was like don't bring that nerd into my office ever again and i was like oh god god i hope that's true that's i like that a lot that's very good um i don't know if that's true but i'll, I'll you know i'll make sure i'll, I'll, I'll fact check that half history.net get across the uh, j robert oppenheimer episode coming out i guess pretty soon when does the when does the film come out friday Oh boy. Okay. All right. Better get a move on. Better get a move on from uh, if I'm going to get that out. Anyway, Dennis, I have have booked a double feature for that day. We are doing the bar. You doing Barbenheimer double feature? That's really good. That's really really. Oppenheimer first, obviously. Oppenheimer first. Yeah, you want the palate cleanser? I think Barbie's Barbie is the uh, the coffee beans. I did see somebody be like, people are like, you guys are doing it all wrong. This is the viewing order. You get in, you have breakfast, right? Mm. Black coffee and a cigarette. You watch Oppenheimer and then it's boozy brunch, bottomless mimosas, Barbie, hit the club, fumble it with two baddies, go back to the theater, watch Oppenheimer (laughs) again, and then the the saddest (laughs) cigarette of your life. And I was like, oh my God. No, whoever wrote that, they've got it all sorted out. But listen, I want to go back to moving checks. I want to tell you a story. I didn't okay. get the chance to tell you the story because I was telling you about Mr. Sleepy Time last week. What a classic, that classic experience that was. Um, but I, I want to tell you a time that I actually went back and and I, I don't use the word robbed because robbery has a level of um, like robbery to to rob someone mean means you 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 stole something off them under threat of force, right? Which I didn't do. So you bur- burgled. I burgled. I burgled. I burgled. I burgled somewhere. Yeah. So. When I was young, we lived in this house. I love this house. It's the house that I think of now as like my childhood home. And uh, we were forced out because the um, the guy who my parents were renting off didn't accept the offer that they made to buy it off of him and it went to auction and he sold to someone else and now it's been knocked down. It's very sad. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, making light of it, but it is actually very sad because I love that house. And I, I, don't know, I know it's dumb. I always fantasized about buying it when I was older. 
which would mean that I guess I would sleep in my parents' room when I bought it, which is definitely a weird thing to. I didn't think about. That. I would, I would, I would talk to a therapist about that. That is a very edible. Um, you think so? <laughs> drive. I, just, I just love the house, man. Oh yeah, my father couldn't afford to buy this house, and I'll afford to buy the house when I'm older, and then I'll get to sleep in mummy's bed. It's a rough time, dude. Oh, no, it's <laughs> Matt, not. No, that's, that's what I'm. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I was thinking, oh, it'd be lovely to buy that house and go and live in it and raise my own family in that. But then that brought on the thought, like, hmm. But then I would be sleeping in, like mum and dad's bedroom and that's weird but then i was like i can't sleep in the bedroom that i slept in because that's tiny like that wouldn't even fit it that barely (laughs) fit in a single bed i love the idea that you're sleeping in a four foot like bed for like a 12 year old (laughs) (laughs) yeah still on my racing car bed dude anyway so we moved out we moved out of this house i was 17 and um it was i was very upset i was actually very upset about it right i was Mm -hmm. angsty teen at the best of times and this this really really messed me up and when we moved into the house, there was a set of wind chimes that were hanging um, outside, and they happened to hang outside my bedroom, outside my bedroom window. And so these wind chimes were there for years and years and years, progressively getting older, older and shittier. But they—that was the sound that, like that—that that, that is a sound that even now today, right, takes me straight back to that bedroom that I had in this in this home that I grew up in, right. Anyway, mum and dad refused to let. Like so I wanted to take the wind chimes with us, and they're like, "No, they were there. Like it's part of the house, house's inventory. We have to leave them, right?" Mm-hmm. Well, nuts to that, I said, because I want the wind chimes, and I'm going to take them come hell or high water. So I packed them in a box, and Mum found them, and she was like, "No, put them back. They, stay, they. I guess Mum and Dad wanted their bond back, which is you know extremely understandable. But yeah, I wasn't about to yeah. accept this, Dennis. I wasn't about to accept this. So. One night, we didn't move that far away. We moved away probably half an hour, 45 minute walk away. So one night- That's not far at all, yeah. I don't know what or how I excused myself. Like, I don't know what I- I can't remember what I told my parents I was doing. But one night, I left the house where we'd moved to, and I walked all the way back to the old house, right? And climbed over the gate into the backyard- and went and stole these wind chimes, which, can I tell you, very difficult thing to steal quietly, wind chimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of, all, of, all so, the thi- of all the things you're trying to steal, something that is expressly designed to make noise at the slightest so, gust of wind. But you, you weren't able to steal them while you were moving. You had to go back in. I tried. I, I told you, I tried, I tried to steal them, right? And then yeah, surely I feel like that. I guess your parents are out of the house once they live somewhere else. Maybe that is easier. I feel like no, 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 no. I but the thing like is, like, mum and dad, they check. They they just look to see if the wind chimes are there, and if the wind chimes weren't okay, there, I guess, they, I guess, I guess, then I guess they knew you wanted them. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, no, no, no they caught me. Like I so, but, bef- but, but I, what I'm, sorry, what I mean is like the the morning you're leaving, the final morning right, you're moving the out of the house. Thing, I thought, yeah, thought yeah. that would be the time. And I go Not and get in like, the car, jingling and jangling. Like, what's that ding, under ding, your shirt? Ding, ding, nothing, yeah. nothing, mum, nothing. Don't worry. No, no, no. So hang Not, on. not the so wind you chimes. Wait, you you wait for your parents to fall asleep in their new home. I don't think so. I like, I I don't think it was that. How hang on? How old are you again? I was seventeen. That's that's old. You could have been tried. <laughs> I don't. The less charming story than you were like if you were like eleven. Yeah, hang on, hang on. I'm just saying. There's a statute. Oh, statute of Chine theft. Limitations, Victoria. How? What? Grand chime. Grand chime theft. Grand theft chime. Uh, Ah, statute of limitations is twelve months for summary offences. This means that for less serious offences, police cannot charge a person twelve months after the date of the alleged offence. And listen, honestly, Dennis, can I tell you? 
This whole thing's just been a big joke. Of course I didn't go. This is just a story meant for, to months, amuse me. Right, amuse and titillate people. Like, right, it was, it, was an, it was a set of close to 20 years ago at this stage. I think you're okay. Yeah, I think, I think I'll be fine. There's a set of wind charms. I'll, I'll, buy, I'll buy the bastard and you set of wind charms if you want. Anyway. Those, so were the, were the other people moved in? I don't know. Now, I don't that's know. that's the real killer. That's They're the like, oh, honey, there's some, there's, some, there's, there's some teen. Yeah. In, there's, there's some young youth. man in there's the garden. There's a youth crawling yeah. around our backyard. Are you a criminal from the statistics? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he grabs the, grabs the witch. <laughs> what a specific... Yeah. It's like something you would steal in a video game to make breaking into the rest of the house easier. That's got some real thief energy to yeah, it. Yeah, it's got like a... It's a crafting material or something, you know? In like a Last of Us yeah. video no, game. No, no, no. It reminds me of shooting at the light bulbs in like Splinter Cell. Because you said... The oh, wind yeah, is like of a, course. It's, yeah, it's, it's almost noisy. like... A, it's, a, it's, a, it's an alarm almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to steal the wind chimes in order to open the window because otherwise there'll be a gust. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, look, I didn't check if anyone was... I don't think anyone had moved in at this stage because it was only days after. Like, it wasn't long after. Mm-hmm. But that would have been a very interesting crime that they witnessed. And also one that like... Imagine that they're like holding each other shaking. Looking, oh, my goodness. There's a you. The crime. A crime. A crime. A crime man has come. And then just watching mm-hmm. me climb back over the fence with the wind chimes and being like, I think, I, <laughs> I think we just let this one go. <laughs> I think we just... Did you, do you, so do you, there's no way you still have them. Are they back at your old... What, so... Do you still have them? So I took them back, right? And I hung, um, them, uh, uh-huh. I hung them up. I couldn't hang them outside my new bedroom window because there just wasn't a place to put them. But I went and hung, hung them out the back. Did it occur to you, by uh, the way, to just go buy new chimes? No, was I didn't want new chimes. No, this, this, this whole thing was about like sticking it to the landlord. Okay. This I whole thought, thing was, like, it was it was it was ideological. It was a crusade. Like this was the whole thing. It's like I'm not gonna like you you you're kicking us out of out my home. Like you're you have us stolen out. my childhood from me. I will steal your wind chimes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I hung it up in the patio. Mum and dad were not impressed. Right. Yeah. But by I'm this, sure they, they were not impressed. Right. But by this stage, it was sort of a fait accompli because what like what were they going to do? I, I I said to them, well, I'm not going to like. What do you want to do? Go and put them back. Like, yeah. That would be. I'd love to. That, that's a hell of. That, that's an even harder heist. That's like the Indiana Jones was replacing the thing on the pedestal. Yeah, exactly. It's so bloody. Annoying. How do you put the? Yeah. What was that? I thought we didn't have wind chimes anymore. Not <laughs> since the event. <laughs> anyway, so I kept them right, and then mm. when I moved out, I took them with me. And of course, when I moved into my first chair house, I hung them on the balcony outside my um outside my this my is bedroom. Very sweet. Yeah, and they've come with me every house that I've lived at. Well, almost. Um, I, I moved. They, they came from house to house to house, and when I lived in the shitty share house in uh, in Northcote, that I used to oh that that just one of the, my favourite places on earth, my bedroom there, and I had the wind chimes hanging out in the veranda, and I just I just love the sound that they make. Anyway, so I when I leave in twenty fourteen to move to Germany to Berlin, right? I left the wind chimes with mum, and I said, you know, we had a bit of a, a laugh about. It. I'm like, oh, I still got these wind chimes on this or something. Anyway. I get back after eight years of living away, right? And the wind chimes have been out on Mum's veranda, where okay, she's she's commandeered them. Where the ivy has grown oh. over where they like are hooked over. So I go out and I'm like, oh, just to let you know, I'm going to take those wind chimes when I move to Queensland. She's like, oh, don't do that. I'm like, oh, you like them, do you? Oh, you quite like their soothe, their soothing sound. They rock you to sleep. She I, enjoys all the trappings of the of the of crime, Riley. Yeah. But she's she she's not, not out there in the she's trenches. Not she's not burglarizing. She's already her hands dirty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. So she's now living this high life, enjoying the wind chimes that I stole fair and square. And so it became like a thing. I went out with the secateurs to cut back the ivy. I was like, no, 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 leave them, mm-hmm. leave them. Like I, I just I'll get some other wind chimes. I'm, I want these wind chimes. I had to 
steal the wind chimes again from mum's house. From right? from your well, Riley, where where does it end, bro? Yeah, exactly. Well, this is, but here's the thing, right? So, stole the wind chimes from. This was a bit of an easier heist. I just waited until mum was out and then took, cut them out of the ivy, put them in a box, yeah, and she no, just she just didn't no, notice. No, no cover by night. I mean, those you could have swapped out for other wind chimes, I think. Probably, yes. Didn't do that, though. Anyway, and mum obviously wasn't that attached to them because she forgot about them, right? <laughs> because when she came up to visit me at my new place in Queensland, my new, now old place where I used to live in Queensland, and I had, again, had, had them hanging up on the balcony out the front. She was like, oh, you bastard, you did get them. I'm like, well, if, if you only just noticed, clearly you weren't att- that attached in to years, them. years, yeah. So, so mom, mom, have, they, have, they, have, they, have they made it to the new house? They are, yep. They're hanging up. They are hanging up in the new house. And Megan hates That's them. That's very sweet. Megan <laughs> Why hates does she hate them? <laughs> Why does she hate them? They're pretty gross. Like, these wind chimes Oh, they're been, just grungy old stuff. They're are they wooden or are they silver? They're wooden. Or and they've got like... whatever. So, they're, they're, there's, it, there's a wooden disc that the five chimes hang from. And then there's a smaller disc that is in between them on a string. And then at the bottom, the hit, yeah. there's a fish-shaped piece of wood, right, that swings around in the breeze. And um, they're, they're not in good con- if Yeah, they're not in good condition. They're not. They are old wind chimes. I don't know how old they were when they when I stole them. Could but you, like, was... revarnish them or something and, like, give them a little TLC? Yeah, but then we get into the whole th- ship of Theseus situation, you know? Chimes, with, but that's okay. I think. Uh, look, the chimes varnish always, is fine, the, right? No, no, the chimes have always represented an idea. It's not about. It's never been about the chimes themselves. You said that yourself. You yeah. were particularly attached to these chimes. You were stealing them to steal them from the. I landlord. don't think I could change that idea. I don't think I changed the the actual chimes, like the tubes themselves. One because then they would definitely be a different set of chimes. But two, then they'd make a different noise. But I guess, like, I guess yeah, I could it, clean the wood up a little bit. Yeah, I think I th- I think I think look, it's 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 a, it's about an idea. It's they're ba- it's like Batman, Riley. It's yeah. not about why do why why do we steal chimes, Master Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you never told me that. That's a, that's a very very nice poetic little. That's like a short story. Yeah. That's like a, it's got like a Stephen King. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you this probably needs a little more conflict. But it's, it's yeah. It's there needs the, like the, my want is very clear. I want the chimes, but there's no real like. Yeah, the, no, stealing the chimes box, yeah. means stealing the chimes means the couple who now lived in the house um, didn't notice when a murderer came in two days later, and it's your fault because or I, yeah, because I stole the the their home alarm system, which was just a set of wind. I chimes. do feel like we're, I do feel like we're over we're over emphasizing how effective a home alarm wind chimes are. They're really just effect. They're not particularly well, like they, they go off all the time. That's the thing. Right? They go off all the time, and I don't. I don't. When I hear them ringing at night, I'm not like, oh, we're being burglarized. Although maybe I should now because you know. It's a non-zero number of times in my life I've experienced wind chimes ringing while being stolen. So I should keep it. Maybe I should padlock them to the... I don't have any ivy to keep them in place. I should padlock them to the veranda. If I ever visit you mm. in your new place mm. in Australia, I'm stealing those wind chimes. Oh, well, thank you for the heads up because that's... I'll, I'll do, I don't want to take him down because that is, that's admitting defeat. That's cowardice. You know what I mean? Of course, of course. So, of course. They have to be on display, right? It's like a flag. Mm-hmm. I can't strike mm-hmm. my colors. I can't strike the chimes. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll make a loud noise. I wouldn't do that at all. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, I know it's silly and that's one of the things that 
endears me to this situation no. even more is that it's so it's very silly. heartwarming it's so silly it's, right to be this it's, no i don't i disagree it's unimportant yeah but i don't think it's no, that's silly. what i mean like it's in, it's insignificant not insignificant it's it's um inconsequential right yes inconsequential is probably the best yeah, way. It's, yeah it's but unimportant it's, not, it's, dude, it's it's very sweet yeah. I, I i'm a big fan of this yeah yeah, yeah, my special wind chimes, and now all you you just want them for yourself. You just want to you just want to watch the world burn. Oh my god, they're, oh, they're, they're worth stealing twice, dude. Are you kidding? There's yeah. gotta be something too. Yeah, stolen from stolen from some perfect strangers, or maybe just from a house from a, a landlord, and then stolen from stolen from my mum. So, but she, I feel like I mean, she kind of stole them from me. Like she, yeah, she, you she tried to invoke like eminent domain on them, right? Like squatters' yeah, rights. Yeah, on yeah, she wind squatters' chimes. rights on the chimes. Yeah, exactly, no, yeah. I made it very clear better. that I was coming back for those wind chimes. I love how your mom clearly cared more about keeping the wind chimes than the house the wind chimes were a part of that you, got, <laughs> that you, could, that you got moved out of. Oh well, I mean, dear listeners at home, I think it's time to fund Riley to get some advanced security for his wind chimes because I'm I'm coming snooping for him. You're coming, I'm gonna have to yeah, set up other wind, wind chimes around the primary wind chimes, I'm gonna decoy to, wind chimes. I'm going to have to, you know, I'm not going to have to replace the wood or the chimes. I'm going to have to replace the the hook, and I'm going to have to replace the line, right, like the string. I'm going to have to replace it with like titanium, so you can't cut it, cut the wind chimes off, a, a, a smash and grab type situation. That would be really tragic if, in the process of this joke, they got destroyed. <laughs> Actually, that would make me very sad. No, it's fine. You'll, I, I know you'll like you'll be like one of the, you'll be a gentleman thief. You know what I mean? You'll have a mm-hmm. um, you'll have a violin case that has a special like foam padding on the inside that's been cut out a in tool. the shape yeah, of the wind yeah, chime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you, oh, dude, yeah. you'll like three D print a different <laughs> wind chimes and put them up there. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. When the wind blows, you just go donk, donk, donk. Well, that's not the oh. donk, donk, donk. I've been the the, the bear. I've been visited by the bear, <laughs> the the gentleman thief. Bear, I think a bear would be the worst animal to name your your like cat burglary after. There's a reason it's cats, right? Yeah, true. You're just yelling and shouting and smashing yeah. things, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm a just going to get out of the way of the bear the here. This bear can take whatever it wants." Bears are very good thieves. They just have a different approach to thievery, you know. That's that's a robbery, though. Yes, that's, that's a, a robbery. Burglary. Bears don't burgle; they just rob. Yeah. Anyway. We don't need the gap, man. We really don't. Just, I know. Just go. I love leaving. Just go, oh, sorry, dude. Just go. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Riley, I want to talk to you about something a little more serious this week. What? Um, Hang which... on one second. What could possibly be more serious than than Grand Chime, I mean, Grand Theft you Chime? Ex- you, you did. You did admit to a literal crime. Yeah, did, almost, yeah. Twi- almost, almost two. Of course, just a story for entertainment and titillation. Nothing true. Mm. Just a bit of frothy light entertainment. Any, any resemblances to real people are purely coincidental. Yeah, any, 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 any resemblance to living people alive or dead or wind chimes, stolen or unstolen, purely, purely coincidental. Anyway, no, what's been going on? Well, right, I was in Malta this last week for work, right? How was that? I love Malta. I went to Malta a couple of years ago. I had a great time. I liked it fine. It was uh, it was very hot. Let me tell you. Love oh that. Boy. Love that. Love that. Uh, but it's a country that's equipped for it. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's thirty six degrees outside, but everywhere has air conditioning, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. And they did have a f- the hotel I was staying in did have a feature which I quite like, which is that you couldn't have the air conditioning on unless the balcony door was fully closed. Love that. Yeah, it always annoyed me. Like when we when we've been to Vegas together a couple of times for work and stuff. I just don't need the air conditioner on all day while I'm there. Even if it's really hot, I'm happy to wait for ten minutes while the the room like cools down. Toast. Yeah. I would turn it off before I left in the morning, right? And then I assume housekeeping would just come and turn it back on. I'm like, it's fine. I don't mind being in a hot room for a little bit. Like, what a waste of energy. 
And then I, I do remember there was a time I was in, on holidays in Croatia once. We were staying in like an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. It actually was. It was just like a, a rent, like a, a, a B&B. It was, there was no app involved, actually. Um, and they had an air conditioner. And we turned it on. Mm. And it broke. <clears throat> they came, The guy came in to fix it and was like, oh, you set it so low that it, it froze the, the mechanism. Oh, the <laughs> and I was like, cool. Why does the air conditioning unit have a self-destruct mode? What are you talking about? <laughs> Why does it have a kill sequence? Are you joking? You set it to nineteen and it just comes apart. What are you on about? Yeah, yeah. It's, I like. I enjoy that. Like for you know, imagine the opposite, right? On a heater, it goes up to like yeah, it goes up burst to into mode, flames. Goes into a mode that it sets that it sets itself on fire in case you want to be really, really warm once, briefly once. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, but I had, I had a weird experience in, in Malta, and this has nothing to do with Malta. It's, this is a more a widespread issue, and it's one that happens in Ireland as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Riley, I want to talk about immigration. Okay. Yep. Something that you and your uh, family have a... Um... Well, yeah. I want to preface this conversation with the fact that I am an immigrant. Yep. Uh, you know, I and, not, and, not, and not just an immigrant like, oh, let's go and try living in Ireland and see how that suits us. No, a, a fleeing persecution immigrant. Yes. Although, unfortunately, my, I think my family came under a different technically kind of thing, which meant like they were like... I don't think that... Like, like, we can get thing. as technical as you want about it. Your parents were living in a literal war zone. They watched their friends... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like their friends were genocided. I think we can, yes. I think we can safely say that they were fleeing yeah. as refugees. Yeah, the reasons my parents are in Ireland, most of those people are now in The Hague. Yes. So, yes. like, it's very... It's pretty, it's pretty black and white. Um, but I experienced something very, very strange and something I see a lot in Ireland. And mm. in Ireland, it's a particularly heinous amount of hypocrisy. But both taxi drivers I had in Malta mm. spent the entire oh, time. Dude, forget. I know, I know exactly where you're going with this. And I know. Yep. This. Oh, dude. I've had this. Go, 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 go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yep. They spent, they spent the entire time complaining about how immigrants were coming there to steal their jobs and ruining the economy, et yep. cetera, et cetera. Yep. Neither of the taxi drivers, Riley, were from Malta. Yep. Yep, I was like, and look, I don't. I'm not saying being being xenophobic is more defensible if you're if you're native, but being xenophobic while against immigrants while you yourself are an immigrant but is then, a the, weird sort the of thing class is, traitorous. They're, they're I don't fair, understand. But it's not xenophobia. It's not. They don't mean immigrants. They mean brown people. That's true. That's, Correct. It's, they, that they're not. Exactly talk, they're not. Was, they're yes. not talking about oh, these bloody immigrants coming over here and taking our jobs. They are talking about people of color, right? Even if they won't say yes. it, that's what they mean. Because oh if, no, oh th- these people were about saying it. They were, they were just complaining about Indian and Pakistani people. Oh, so they, okay, so they were straight up. Okay, all right. Well, you know, at least yeah. they're they're they're, they're, they're they wearing were, the arm they, this they were, they were they were they were they were forthcoming with their and but they and they were both from Eastern Europe. Um, and I was like, but I, I was like, they, they, I was like, they, they moved here. Hmm. Likely for like you, what you talked about earlier, like for like opportunity mm-hmm. or to make more money or mm-hmm. to try and provide for their families back home or because there was nothing going, you know, there was nothing for them there, etc., etc. And that's what these other people are also doing. Some real crabs in a bucket shit there, man. That's awful. I was like, and our Ireland is so yep. wild for this to me. Yeah. Because Irish people will be like, oh, there's too many, you know, Polish immigrants in Ireland yep. or now too many Ukrainian refugees in mm. Ireland is a very popular talking point. And I'm like, nobody, I don't think, in the world has done more, let's move somewhere else for a job or to improve our lives than, than Irish people. Yeah. There, are, there, are, there are more, if, if you believe Americans, there's there are a, more, there, there are more a, Irish a, people in America than there are in Ireland. Oh, four, four or five X. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely, yeah. they built they, they built huge amounts of buildings over there. There's a, there's a huge amount of them in Ireland. Yeah. And it's just, it's an illusion. It's mm. an illusion 
sort of cast by the government and right-wing media and people in power and not some left-wing media too to be honest to be like oh well look we know there's not enough houses in ireland and that's why there's a housing crisis and it's it's because we're all of these immigrants mm. you know it's, it's not just, because it's, a scapegoat. it's scapegoating yeah, 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 yeah it's not because the government underspent their budget for building social housing by over a billion euro over the last three years that has nothing to do with it it's not because we grant planning permissions for homes and then don't build them and then the value goes up and then we just and then we sell the land over and over again. Nothing actually ever gets built on it. It's nothing to do with that. It's not because of Airbnb or because the government's no, too busy building bloody hotels immigrants. and data centers. It's these bloody immigrants coming it's in. Those immigrants, it's, it's those immigrants, It's these immigrants do. who are both at the same time lazy and entitled and living off welfare and stealing all the, everyone's jobs. The famous, the fam- famous one of those was there was a there was a um, a campaign um, spearheaded or at least poster boyed by Leo Varadka here in Ireland a couple of years ago. He's called the he's welfare the, um, chief assault. He is the he's the, t- the Taoiseach, For those who don't yeah, know, he is the uh, chieftain he is of the Ireland. Chief, chieftain of yep. Ireland. Yeah, yeah. And he was in the past as well, and is now sharing the seat. And blah, blah blah blah. But um, there was a campaign where they had you know big placards saying you know ads on TV saying welfare cheats cheat us all if you know somebody who's on disability benefit but isn't really oh disabled oh my goodness claiming they have more chills please rat on your neighbors right yep good yep. um the campaign cost more money hmm. than yeah. there was welfare fraud in the yes year yeah of course that's what I was going to say like it, there are much bigger problems to go after and you're wasting you're wasting government resources. On but it works. Is- it makes it, it makes people attack each other. And this sort of like, this whole like, I immigrated here for opportunity. And now I really want to pull that ladder up. You know? That's it what I'm saying. It's crabs, a lot crabs of- in a bucket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It reminds me so much of like people in America who are like, well, don't forgive student loans. I paid my student loans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a friend of mine, a friend of mine, Jim, right? He made this point. He made it very well. He said, there are two types of people in this world. There are people... So when there, sorry, when it comes to people going through adversity and hardship, you can divide anyone who's gone through adversity and hardship into two different types of people, right? There are the people who have been like, "Oh, I suffered. I went through this. I, you know, it was terrible for me. I don't see why you should. I don't see why you should get a free pass." And then there are other people who are like, "I went through this terrible hardship and suffering. I want to do everything I can to make sure no one else has to." Yeah, no, you're right. I agree. And look, I want to be upfront. I my parents did a truly fantastic job of shielding me from. But, this, but that's only suffering. because your dad, who is like a fully qualified, like engineer, this guy, he's a very smart guy, like very smart, very qualified, a lot of experience when he moved to Ireland. He had to go and resit his entire degree while like delivering pizzas to put food on your on on the table. Like this is not he didn't just fall into like the position that he is now. <laughs> Do you know what my dad's first job in Ireland was? I think I've told you this. I thought it was the pizza job. It was no, he was door to door selling. Can you guess what he was selling? No. What was he selling? <laughs> Bibles. Uh, Emir, the Muslim. In in <laughs> but not just the Muslim. In Ireland. My dad was like, Do you know how many people in Ireland don't have Bibles already, Dennis? Because I do, yeah. and it's none it's of them, bro. Many, and yeah. I was like, oh my God. And what it's not even like new deal. versions. It's not even new. Oh no, you got to read. Oh, the latest chap, latest editions here. There's been some really, really interesting developments. Yeah, it's yeah. no, it's not, it's not Jesus Christ and the Order of the Phoenix. Like it's, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty well trodden. The best you can hope for there is coming to like a Jewish household and being like, oh, so you haven't read the the second half, right? The, yeah, the, yeah, the, the that family's just like, no, no, that's fan fiction to us. We're not interested. That's, that's, that, 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 that's, that's straight to DVD. That's some Lion King two <laughs> stuff. We're not interested. <laughs> Oh, but dear. yeah, like I just don't—I don't understand this. 
Well, I'm not. I shouldn't say I don't understand. I suppose I do understand, but it's so cowardly. Yes. No. It's a really and awful. It's, so it's, such, it's such an awful way to, to like you know this this idea that no no you guys get stuffed. I've got mine, and I don't want to risk or, or jeopardize that. Like that's, it's really really disheartening. And the other thing is the level. I guess there is. Look, I don't know. I, everyone's going through their own struggles, and I don't want to invalidate what how people approach the difficulties that they're having. And I'm sure these taxi drivers that are there, you know, they're, they're, they've got their own difficulties and whatever else. But there is there is a level of ignorance that comes with saying things like that. Ignorance to your own, your, like your the way that your story relates to other people's and, and the way that you like. It's a like a of, lack of self-awareness. A lack of almost, empathy. Yeah. yeah, a lack of empathy to see that other people are probably just trying to chase down the same sort of thing that you have. And no, one of the guys in his defense did say he was like, "Look, it's not their fault. I would do the same thing in their position." Yeah, but it makes my life harder, and it's like, and it like destabilizes the economy. And he's like, "I blame my government and their government." And I was like, "Well, that's a slightly more reason to take." I mean, that's, I that's not unreasonable. <laughs> that's not yeah. an unreasonable position because that, that. But that's not a, that's not a racist argument so much as it's just like a, a political and economic one. Yeah, but yeah. it's. I think there's still deep seated racist issues with that whole thing. Anyway, I had a so I had a, 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 a it's in a similar vein experience with a taxi driver, right? Complaining about immigrants. This was in Scotland. This guy was Scottish, right? Or we looked and what is the Scottish pull for taxi drivers to? Do, what is the what is the what is the desire they have to lay their most controversial opinions out immediately the second? Because they're not the controversial. They're not controversial to them in their world. And there were there were a number of people. When you get into a taxi and a guy just starts spewing this vitriol, right? You've got a couple yeah. of options. You can either stand up and be like, "What are you talking about? Like, stop talking shit, right? This is I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to sit here and listen to you like spew this hateful bile." Or you agree because you're a, a, a wacko like this person. You go, "Absolutely right. Yeah, get him out of here." You know, who cares? or your path of least resistance. Yes, and because they're driving the car, <laughs> or they're driving to the airport. You got a flight to catch, yeah. and you don't want to anger the man who is currently in charge of you know whether you arrive at your destination safely, right? So I think a lot of people do, yeah. and so they don't get a lot of pushback, right? And I will That's admit, true, actually, you know, yeah. I'm not proud of this, but I didn't push back against this. And this guy was, I'll tell you the story. So I was in a taxi, obviously. You know, I have an well, I don't have an accent. Everyone else has an accent, but I was in Scotland with an Australian accent, so this guy recognised it. He's like, "Oh, what are you doing? You know, going to the airport? Going?" I'm like, oh, "I'm just going to go, go to a job." Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, "Oh, yeah, well, you know, why'd you why'd you move to Scotland? Oh, you know, my girlfriend, blah blah blah. You know, it's nice here. It's all right, whatever. Just making conversation." And then, and then, I don't know how he got onto it, but he started talking about how much he hated all these immigrants coming over and, and leeching off welfare and using the NHS and doing all this other stuff that he couldn't stand. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get that, really. You're white. <laughs> but I, I was just like, how much ignorant, like how much, what a lack of, not even self-awareness, just awareness of the entire situation. You have sat here and talked about how my... Not immigration in the UK because obviously I left, but like you've talked about how me coming and living in the UK is something that broadly seems to meet your approval, right? Because you, you're talking about you're talking about me living here in, yep, in yep. Scotland quite politely, but then you can just take a hard right into how much you hate that people are moving here. I mean, I went and was treated in a UK hospital, right, and paid nothing for it. I went and I wasn't on welfare, but like I went and used public services. Right, and but that's fine because the the, yeah. the dog whistle here, I do, like the, I, I, the code here, it's it's I was white, I'm white, so that's fine. But it, like, yep. just I, I, I have exactly the same thing. Yeah, I have friends who complain about immigrants, and now the very in vogue thing is to complain about um refugees coming here. 
and like that's why houses are expensive etc etc and i'm like you know that's like me yeah right? i don't yeah. think i think because i grew up here that maybe you think I'm like quote unquote one of one yeah. of the good ones. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. It's one like, of the good, oh no, no, you're one of the good ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ah, like come on, yeah. dude. No, it's horrible. It's, it's it's such a it's such a. I don't have perfect opinions. I'm not trying to say that, but I interrogate. No, neither, I, neither do but I. I. But no, but I interrogate my beliefs, even the ones that I hold very firmly. Like I interrogate them when you inform. I don't think changing your mind is a bad thing. So I, like, if someone presents a point of view to me that disagrees with i'm not just going to immediately go well sometimes i will but you know i'll at least have the conversation but these people just have a complete lack of going back to the immigrant thing about like them being blamed for everything right it reminds Mm -hmm. me that this is the oldest trick in the book and this is done everywhere where there are immigrants that are coming and stealing jobs according to these people the greatest trick the capitalist pulls is paying immigrant labor under what resident or like, you know, people who live in a country will accept, right? Underpaying them, offering them terrible conditions and taking advantage, exploiting the fact that they are desperate and have to work because they have no safety net. So they will take anything. They'll accept anything, right? Yeah. And then the capitalist will turn around and convince everyone else to blame the immigrant. Not them. Yeah. The, the capitalist will turn around and say, oh, the reason that you can't get a job, the reason that this all the stuff going in wrong is yours is because these immigrants are here stealing, stealing your job. They're stealing a job that should be yours. If they weren't here, it wouldn't be a problem because if they weren't here, I, the capitalist, would then employ you against my will for more money, but because I've got this cheaper option, but it's not my fault I'm choosing it. I, I, I love I love the I love that the same people who are like oh these immigrants are stealing jobs and stuff it's like okay well we should raise minimum wage and they're like well hang on let's not whoa, 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 let's whoa. not come on whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, <sighs> I just don't understand the I mean again I keep saying I don't understand you don't I understand guess, it but you don't you don't know why I'm not surprised yeah, by it yeah, either yeah. it's more accurate yeah, I suppose and just, that's it's just it's just disappointing yeah, and like I, I uh, I've I don't know I've grown up like as an immigrant um but in a ve- in, with i guess locally coded shall we say um like because i've grown up here long you, enough and you pass pa- yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 except i don't i sound more american than i do irish but um yeah no one no one ever guesses that i'm eastern european no one ever guesses that i learned croatian before i learned yeah english no yeah. one ever guesses that i probably wouldn't call it croatian i would actually probably call it bosnian but no one knows what that is yeah. so i don't say that <laughs> No one guesses that. Yeah. One thing I do, Muslim, I, I really stuff. enjoy. One thing I really enjoy about hanging out with you is that you can go into like full Slav mode, and it's something that I oh. think you take quite, <laughs> like you take a level of pleasure in doing. You know, like you. There was one time. What were you, I can't remember what you were doing it, but like you took your glasses off and you zipped up your hoodie all the way to the top and squatted yeah and just it's yeah, like a transformation yeah, yeah. it's like a layer fell away from you and all of a sudden it was just dennis the crow it's in there dude yeah it's in there dude it's in there yeah like i'm ha- hashtag built different yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah and i just don't i don't think people see me as that no. here um and these taxi drivers certainly didn't see me as that either yeah they think you're but safe they think crazy. you're safe to talk to about that sort of stuff because of course you'll agree but I have, I know, I know people who have those kind of opinions and then move to specifically, actually, funnily enough, quite often Australia mm. to go look for jobs. And for some reason, that's different. No, that's different though. That's different. That's different because they're, they're because their job is at a desk. Maybe no, it's because they're the one doing it. 
Yeah. It's like that episode of Always Sunny where Mac is like super, super against euthanasia until oh, is it abortion. I can't remember. Something like that. Abortion. It's abortion. Abortion. Yeah. Until, until, until the girl he's with gets pregnant. Until, yeah. yeah, that's right. Until the girl that he's with. And everyone was like, well, hang on. I thought you were super against abortion. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I was. But now this affects me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> Crabs in a bucket, dude. So, Crabs in a bucket. Well, I'm sorry to have brought a, a, a. I think it's okay to have heavier topics occasionally on what is usually a light and frothy podcast. But um, let me tell you, Riley, if one of those immigrants comes to your country and steal those steals those chimes off your porch, oh dude, I think you're. Oh, then I'll then the I'll be agreeing power. with the taxi driver. Don't you worry about that. Oh, these thieving yeah. immigrants come over. They took my most prized position. What was it? Diamonds, rubies? Did they break into your home safe? Well, uh. they stole these chimes. <laughs> How did you acquire these chimes, Riley? Well, listen, that's the that. <laughs> Now it affects me! (laughs) Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, The download numbers show up all the same, so... Whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies, again, that downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, early early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 